Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions. That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus teaches to be just like you. Your words are true, so with Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace. With Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos. Donuts and Devos lead us to peace. Lead us to peace. Hi there, and welcome back to Donuts and Devos, where we get connected to Jesus through God's Word. I'm Mary Faith, and I'm so glad you've decided to join us in our journey through the Bible. Each week, my friends join me and Pastor Glaze as we discover what God's Word means for us and for our lives. And right now, we are reading from the book of Joshua, and AI is defeated. And I know, I know, you all probably know way more about this city than you ever thought you would. Yeah, I had no clue what AI even was. I bet not. But hopefully now you can understand how important these events were for the Israelites, their place in this new land, and relationship with God. After all, who won the battle for them? God. So it's an important time now to remind the people of that and of the laws that Moses set before them by God to live as His people. Let's pray and see how this was done in our reading today. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Bible reading for this week is from Joshua chapter 8, verses 30 to 35. At that time Joshua built an altar to the Lord, the God of Israel, on Mount Ebal, just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded the people of Israel, as it is written in the book of the Law of Moses, an altar of uncut stones, upon which no man has wielded an iron tool. And they offered on it burnt offerings to the Lord, and sacrificed peace offerings. And there, in the presence of the people of Israel, he wrote on the stones a copy of the Law of Moses, which he had written. And all Israel, sojourner as well as native-born, with their elders and officers and their judges, stood on opposite sides of the ark before the Levitical priests, who carried the ark of the covenant of the Lord, half of them in front of Mount Gerizim, and half of them in front of Mount Ebel, just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded at the first, to bless the people of Israel. And afterward he read all the words of the law, the blessing and the curse, according to all that is written in the book of the law. There was not a word of all that Moses commanded that Joshua did not read before all the assembly of Israel, 
and the women and the little ones and the sojourners who lived among them. shorter Bible reading this week for us to look at, but important still. It seems like such a small event in our ongoing story of Joshua and the Israelites, but let's think of everything that has transpired over these last few chapters. The people of Israel first come to Jericho, where God gives them specific instructions of what to do. They marched around the city for six days, blowing the trumpets. And what happened the seventh day? They marched around us seven times, and the walls came crashing down. Now, did the people actually do anything to make those walls fall down? No. Who did? God. So, God wins that battle. Then we come to Ai, where sin gets in the way. Achan disobeys and steals some of the devoted things, and God gets angry. So... Israelites lose their first encounter with Ai, and Joshua is bewildered. Why, God, why? Well, Achan's sin is revealed, and he's punished for it. So, God tells Joshua to go back to Ai and gives them a great battle strategy where they ambush the city. Do you remember that? Yeah! And once again, who wins the battle? God! We are seeing a pattern here, aren't we? (laughs) Well, it's time to rededicate the people back to God and worship him for everything he'd done for Israel. I get it. It's kind of like they're taking a break and having church. In a way. Let's think about this for a minute. Here is this very large amount of people, an entire nation. They've defeated two big cities and in a very unusual way. This nation is here to conquer the whole land of Canaan, and you better believe word has traveled to the other tribes and people about what's happened. Now think about it. If you've heard of this brand new nation of people entering the land and going to battle, what would you do? Hmm, I'd probably send some spies out to learn more about these people. That is very plausible, yeah. Now imagine being a spy, coming upon this scene of this entire nation, building an altar, and burning their offerings to this invisible God that they're worshiping. Remember, the Canaanites, they worshiped other gods, not an invisible one. Now imagine coming upon this scene of this entire nation, building an altar and burning their offerings to this invisible God that they're worshiping. You'd probably go back home and tell your king, wouldn't you? Yeah. And they did hear about this. And we know that from the next few verses in chapter 9. Let me read them really quick. As soon as all the kings who were beyond the Jordan in the hill country and in the lowland all along the coast of the great sea toward Lebanon, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites heard of this, they gathered together as one to fight against Joshua and Israel. So they knew the Israelites were coming, and God would be coming to claim the land. And they still wanted to fight Joshua? I know, I know. That doesn't seem like a very smart thing to do, but we're going to talk about that in the next devotion. 
But we do know these kings and the people of Canaan knew of God and all that he'd done since Egypt. God governed the people of Israel, and the law he gave Moses is the same law that Joshua now was writing on stones for the people. This was to remind them that the law was still there, and they needed to follow it as they continued their conquest through Canaan. What's going to have to happen with those kings? That's a good question, and we'll get to that next week. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, Just as you were with Israel, Just as you were with Israel, At Egypt and Jericho and Ai, At Egypt and Jericho and Ai, Be present with us in our lives. Be present with us in our lives. Help us to remember your word. Help us to remember your word. So we may live. So we may live. With Jesus' forgiveness. With Jesus' forgiveness. In our hearts. In our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My shirt's all dirty. What happened to it? I was playing outside and it got all muddy. That happens to me all the time. <laughs> A tiny price to pay for fun outside, right? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> no worries. We have a washer and we can renew your shirt back to its original state. Renew? I think she means wash. Well, I think it means to make, like, new again. And you are correct. Renew means to make new again or to take up again, to resume. In the case of your shirt, washing it will make it clean again, like new. In our story, the people of Israel renewed their covenant with God. They resumed it. They were reminded of the law God had given to Moses and were once again coming before God as his people, protected and loved under the covenant. And you know, we too have been renewed or washed clean and made new from our sin through Jesus. With his death on the cross, he cleansed us from our dirtiness and made us white as snow in God's eyes. So renew is our faith word of the day? I like it. So do I. So do I. God spoke to Moses and gave him the law from which the people were to follow and live as God's people. Our memory verse is one that reminds us how Joshua truly was a leader chosen by God and made sure to keep all of Moses' words alive and instrumental in the Israelites' lives. There was not a word of all that Moses commanded that Joshua did not read before all Israel. Joshua 8 verse 35. God's words to Moses were the very same words that Joshua told the people, showing us that these leaders made sure that God's word truly did not change. Let's learn these words with Miss Baker. There was not a word of all. There was not a word. 
Joshua did not read. That Joshua did not read. Before all of Israel. Before all of Israel. All together. There was not a word at all that Moses commanded. That Joshua did not read. Before all of Israel. There was not a word at all that Moses commanded. That Joshua did not read. Before all of Israel. Joshua 8:35. Joshua 8:35. This is our last devotion with Miss Baker here, and once again we thank her for all her time and musical talents that she's given to our devotions here on Donuts and Devos. Thank you, Miss Baker. We are looking for someone to fill the role of Miss Baker by helping us create and record tunes for our memory verse each week. If you know someone or you yourself are musically inclined that would like to be part of our weekly devotions, please let us know. You can email me at donutsanddevosforkids at gmail.com or send us a message on Facebook. We continually pray that the Lord does lead that special right person to join us here as we share God's word with kids and their families. There was not a word of all that Moses commanded That Joshua did not read before all of Israel Joshua 8.35 Praise God from whom all blessings That'll do it for today. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. We truly appreciate each and every one of you and your listenership as we continue our journey through the Bible and here on Donuts and Devos. If you like our devotions and think other kids and families might too, we encourage you to share on your social media or maybe just text somebody a link of our newest devotion. Say, hey, check out this kid-friendly devotion that you can just Hop on in the car, at the breakfast table, or before bedtime. Help us spread the word that Donuts and Devos does exist, and we'd love to be able to touch as many people's lives as possible with God's word. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time. <laughs>